I'm Lauren. Welcome to Rooted in Change. Hillary, I'm so glad to be talking with you again today. Welcome. Hello, Lauren. Uh, thank you for having me. Hillary, I think we're going to talk about a very special vine today and decide if it has some connections to uh, an, a particular hexagram or maybe a few. And mm. today I wanted to muse a little bit about really a favorite vine of mine, but the, my relationship with the extract from that vine isn't so deep. So I'm curious where this might go. Do you have mm -hmm. any thoughts that come up just when we begin this conversation about raspberry vines? Um, about raspberries? Oh, yes. Um, my, my old garden where I used to live was full of them. I planted a few when I first started gardening there. And as far as I could tell, they all died. And then I stopped gardening anyway because I was too busy with other things and let the thing go to wilderness. Um, and one of the raspberries took over. And, <laughs> then, um, you know, it fought for its place amongst all the weeds that were growing there. Um, as I say, I wasn't doing anything for it. Um, and spread all over the garden and gave us pints and pints of raspberries wow. every year from the canes that sprung up everywhere. Like, you're, su you're supposed to prune them and train them and fertilize them. And really, I didn't do any of that at all. I just left them alone and they just got on with it and grew everywhere and grew fruit. <laughs> and we had tons of the stuff. Love I've it. managed to, mm, I've managed to bring just one plant um, to where we are now. A friend, bless her, looked after it in a pot um, for a year. She asked an expert if she should maybe be taking it out of the pot and putting it in the ground. And he said, oh, don't do that. That's an invasive plant. <laughs> <laughs> well, invasive they can be. You know, the, the words that I label raspberry plant with is fiercely tenacious. Does that mm. ring well from what you experience with growing them? Yeah, or rather them growing themselves. I didn't really do anything. Exactly. Um, it was all it was all the raspberries idea. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's that speaks well to the plant, that it's very determined, it knows its own mind. And um in that is also a fierce protector of its own territory. You know, you're talking about your relationship with it, and mine has only begun with raspberry as I am stewarding land that used to be a berry farm and oh. it, uh, acres and acres have just sat dormant. I arrived in the fall and was found myself tripping over raspberry and blackberry <laughs> vines when I would go out <laughs> and survey the land. And it was interesting. They would catch me around the ankle when I wasn't paying attention. Um, and I would think, okay, what do you want me to see here? What am I missing around <laughs> me? And they do the same thing, even through the snow, one will reach out and um, catch my foot um, when I'm lost in the clouds, so to speak. But these mm. lovely plants with 
their thorns are are quite protective and when we're looking at plants um, and their medicinal value thorn plants always have a protective quality um, and mm -hmm. this particular plant protects the female reproduction system uh, i think many folks listening may know raspberry leaf tea this is a quite common um, herbal remedy but in the gemotherapy form when we're using the leaf buds or the young shoots of a vine this plant will um, tonify the reproductive organs tonify meaning to um, hmm. boost the effect to strengthen and mm -hmm. it also is a harmonizer for the liver which is very interesting because among gemotherapy extracts most that most that have any action on the liver are a tonic. And so they're, they're um, like a little personal trainer for the liver. And this one's harmonizing. It's bringing balance, which is a really lovely and unique quality. And then it's also a harmonizer for the autonomic nervous system, which when we see that in a plant, generally just being with the plant will bring about some sense of peace and um, relaxation. This, mm -hmm. the, the plant itself, as you know, can just take over an area and, um, but it does appreciate full sun and um, really spreads those limbs out, right? Um, there's no structure though, which when mm -hmm. you compare it to certain trees and um, for instance, if we look at an evergreen tree that's very, very structured, we have something quite opposite, something that just grows as it will, takes over a space with a tangle of um, vines. Yet, when we think about structure, we look at that beautiful raspberry and there's nothing more structure, more beautiful, right, than a little raspberry um, that it produces mm, the the fruit you mean the individual yes. fruit yeah mm. Mm. yes true yeah that's probably one mm. of the most beautiful fruits I think that exist in that beautiful geometry and um, patterns in it mm. yes yeah so yes I've been trying to think I've been reading through your description of what raspberries represent in gemotherapy and trying to think of a hexagram that would correspond with everything you said. And I came up pretty much blank when I looked for an exact match. Mm. Um, so <laughs> that makes this an interesting call. Um, I, you talked about the emergence of the divine feminine and something that allows space and changes the terrain and um and as you said that actually works with the female reproductive system and kind of balances um i the hexagram that would come to anybody's mind when you talk about the feminine is hexagram two the the second one of the whole book which is called earth um, which consists entirely of yin or broken lines. 
Every hexagram is made of two kinds of lines. There are solid ones, which are yang and thought of as masculine. And there are broken ones, which have a you know, little space in the middle. Um, and they're thought of as yin and feminine. The first hexagram is creative force. And that is six yang lines, solid lines, one on top of the other. Um, keeping on moving and forging through and the pure idea and ideal. And hexagram two responds to that, responds to everything. It has six open lines, um, which, and it's called earth. And it actually kind of looks like earth as it can be opened up by a plow or separated by a river. Um, or divided by a root. Um, only I wasn't really expecting to be talking about this one in relation to a single plant because it's where they all grow. Mm. <laughs> but still. Mm. Mm. It, but the fact that it, it has this strong feminine quality mm. aligns beautifully, Hillary, because there is nothing but feminine energy in raspberry raspberry mm -hmm. regardless of your gender identity speaks to the feminine en energy and that it's ready it's ripe and ready and present to be mm -hmm. um, used then as a creative force and it's inviting this plant is is inviting that energy to come forward and um you're allowing it to work its magic in you. Um, I And I think what I love about this and what you're sharing is it, it's about um, allowing. And I think that's so much the feminine energy, not to do or change, or but to allow. Mm, yes, hexagram two is, is very much about that. Um, it's, yeah, I, one of its key images is the mare. Um, when people receive this one, I sometimes suggest that they go and talk to some. Um, go and share some space with the mare and see how immediately responsive she is. And are you um, speaking of a mare as a female horse? Yes, yes. Wow, what a yes. beautiful image. Mm. Yes, hexagram one says it's at the origin of success and constancy is fruitful. Hexagram two, the earth, says origin of success, fruitful with a mare's constancy. Mm. Um, so it's that particular way of persisting and enduring, which instead of saying, um, this is what I know to be true and I shall carry it through, says... Um, how can I respond? How can I support? How can I follow? Um, where can I support? Where can I be of service? Mm. Oh, I love that because uh, the way I I see this um, plant and its oracle is this sense of opening to what is, um, not um, and allowing what to come forward and holding space. So really a space holder for mm -hmm. as a mother, 
like a mothering energy to dreams and visions that might be um, hidden deep within, but not extracting anything, so to speak, but opening and allowing. And there's also this image, and, and I love this because I'm picturing a mare with her little foal, and we live um, near a, a horse stables, that a pasture we can see from our kitchen window, and that holding space for that growth and development of mm. um, fall there and yet this protective energy like the plant itself with its canes all over in holding mm. space for this beautiful fruit to come forward mm. yes when people receive hexagram one on its own with no lines changing I often find myself saying, wow, that's an amazing idea. And it's going to need somewhere for it to happen, which it doesn't have at the moment. Mm. And hexagram two is all open and it's all place for things to happen. And in a way, it's um, a journey towards finding what those things could be. You know, the earth lies open and now... Now we need rain, we need seeds. Um, we have the space, now we need the the guidance, the sense of direction to emerge, um, somewhere to lend the strength. Yes, and, and the openness, I think it's the openness of that hexagram that to me aligns very well with this plant that's providing an opening mm -hmm for what is there and mm. and and like a container for it yeah the image says power of the land earth a noble one with generous character carries all the beings mm. so there is a sense of there is enough space and strength here to contain and support to bear up um everything that wants to grow there um you know the the earth never says oh no not another tree i haven't got room <laughs> mm. yeah mm. yeah how about this uh, i would love to hear your thoughts on on the warning that comes from the oracle of raspberry is of uh, becoming stuck in an unproductive loop and that it, its arrival sheds light on your looking within for a productive response. So rather than just being caught in, and, and that's a lot of being caught in the doing, the doing the same thing over and over again, we can all find ourselves trapped in that <laughs> no oh, yes. forward results, but instead, it's arriving saying, hey, are you there? Are you stuck? And can you open a little bit to find a creative way forward? Um, yes, this is where I don't have a perfect match. Um, if there are perils and warnings in hexagram two, they, then that isn't it. Hmm. Um, I, 
hexagrams that talk about the danger of being trapped in a loop or doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Um, I can think of a couple or three um, that, um, where that might be happening with sort of different kinds of loop or different kinds of trap. Um, maybe the one that's most relevant is hexagram 32, which is called lasting um, and enduring and also it's the meaning of fixing the omen, as in taking the concept and the understanding and weaving it into the fabric of one's life, making it real. Um, the Chinese character for lasting hung shows a boat and, yes, a heart and a boat that moves between two shores. And it comes to mean a journey to and fro and a daily round and what becomes identity, what becomes really ingrained because it's what always happens or what you always do. Mm. Mm. So this connects with what you were saying about fierce tenacity. Um, mm -hmm. You know, this is what I do because this is who I am and this is who I am because this is what I do. Um, but also with the possibility of being stuck in a loop um because you know there are obvious problems with this is who i am because this is what i do because exactly. this is who i am um <laughs> no. uh, what are you lasting in and um you know and it may be exactly what you need and it may also not uh there's the tenacity of it it's uh its elements, its trigram elements are thunder and wind. And in response to those, it says a noble one stands firm and does not change his bearings. Uh, so, you know, thunder and wind are changing and buffeting one to and fro, but uh, this is translated into a single direction, um, holding the, steadying the helm of the boat, holding to one's course. Um, so there's the strength and the tenacity and the idea that you're creating yourself through what you stick to and integrate. But there are also moments in that hexagram, um, layers of it, moments in its changing lines, where there is a sense of being trapped. Yes, it's, yes, I'm hearing that. It's, mm, it's first changing line, um, when the first line of it changes. It reads, deep into lasting, constancy means pitfall and no direction bears fruit. Um, so there, yeah, I, deep has to do with deep holes and deep water. Um, and there at the beginning, it's a case of having committed oneself too far, too soon, too deep. Um, and persisting in this, you know, keeping on digging is not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be very hard to get yourself out again. Yeah, that that feels that feels right to me, Hillary. That feels like um at least uh, uh it it uh, lines up very well with the warning from the hexagram for for uh, the warning for raspberry, excuse me. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 
Anything I'm, else coming up for you about raspberry? So I've been trying very hard to think of a hexagram I could describe as protective and um, or, or as, as fierce. That was the word that kept coming up. And uh, well, several of them, depending on circumstances, but nothing that really fits. Um, so no, I, I think this is a not quite matching, but it reminds me of a few kind of hex kind of plant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Hmm. And I I think what you this fears can be that mother's protection, right? We that mm -hmm. nothing is going to get between me and my child. Um, and for the raspberry, it's nothing gets between me and my space and the fruit I want <laughs> to bring forward um, for the planet mm -hmm. itself. And yet for hexagram two with the earth the reference to the mayor feels very, very similar. Mm -hmm. hmm. Good. I'm glad something connected. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, wonderful. Well, Hillary, this was an interesting conversation and I love that the way they unfold so organically and um, it, it's, it's a beautiful way to look and provide for folks interested in either the I Ching and hexagrams or the gemos and the plants for these gemo extracts to provide mm -hmm. a different view, a different way of looking at them. When we're always looking at things the same way, then we only see the same thing. Yes, it's very good to change the map so that you can see something else of the terrain, I think. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Well, yeah. thank you for doing that with me. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>